Hey folks, if you're looking for Yip Yip and Avatar podcast, you're in the right place. We're not trying to gaslight you. Uh, someone else had almost the exact same name as us. So since we're only on episode four, uh, we decided to rebrand. We are now My Cabbages, an Avatar podcast. Uh, it turns out that uh, Appa is a pretty popular dude. Yeah, that's true. Rotten cabbages? What kind of slum do you think this is? Hey folks, welcome to, um, what is it, day seven of quarantine? I'm Zach. And I'm Alex. And this is My Cabbages! An Avatar podcast. No, my cabbages! We're going to talk about episode two, but first, how are you doing? I'm doing great, dear. How are you? I am, you know... I'm getting by. You're getting by. It's uh, my birthday. It's my birthday, and we're stuck inside. We can't see any of our friends. Oh, it's okay. We've been we've been we've been stuck without a front door for almost a week. That's been interesting. Um. Well, it's fixed now. It's it's better. It's uh, uh, so. This is what happened. We we went. We came downstairs one morning, and Alex is like bleary eyed and like rubbing the gunk and she's like hey I, I can't get out of the front door and I'm like what? How sleepy are you right now? And um, Give me coffee. No uh, we checked. I was, thought I was crazy for the record. I literally thought I was dumb. Like I, some, Someone was pranking us. I was like wait does quarantine really mean that someone just comes around to all of our doors? Is there some like healthcare vigilante going around the houses, like sabotaging front doors so people have to stay in their homes for their own good. Stay stay in your homes and stay safe, people. Social distancing. Social distancing. Uh, At least you could walk out the front door on your birthday. Uh, <laughs> My birthday was on Sunday. But what's even better is I still get to say that I'm youthful and... <laughs> Uh, you get to say it. You're, yes, yes. You're, yeah. What? What's what? It's not just any birthday, babe. It's uh, my thirtieth birthday. So we're uh, gonna think of happier things. So. We're, we're gonna talk about Avatar now, <laughs> not uh, you know, the impending doom outside. It's a uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, Book One, Water, uh, Chapter Two. Um, the, the Avatar, Avatar returns. returns. So our story begins. Yeah. Tell us how it begins, babe. Yeah. So uh, we start literally where, just like where we left off in the last episode, um, and we see this giant flare appear in the sky, and then uh, Aang and Katara come running like a bat out of hell. Sokka and the rest of the Water Tribe are not so uh, thrilled uh, to see them. Sokka, like, ain't clowning around. Sokka is not too thrilled to see Aang and Katara returning. He saw them, uh, he saw them Fire Nation party fireworks go off, and he was not happy about it. The Fire Nation having a jam, and they didn't invite us. That's rude. I knew it! 
Well, I honestly think thought that Sokka was really just mad because he was salty that the kids were more excited to see Aang when he came back. <laughs> yeah. He was like, like He's <laughs> like, I am their leader. And it's like, Yay, And he was all salty. Um and then, you know, this just reinforces for me the beginning of this episode how much I did not like Sokka from the beginning. And it was using these words like The foreigner is banished from our village. Ooh, things that have not aged well. And I get we want to see character development throughout the show, and eventually Sokka comes around. But it's just, ugh, it makes me cringe a little Mm -hmm. bit. But, like, I don't know. When I see Sokka, I see, like, a young and angry guy who is just frustrated. His dad and all of the the men of the village have, like, left him behind. And he feels like he... He should be with them. And he's like a really frustrated teen who doesn't know how to express it. Yeah. And it slowly grows on me throughout the episode. Yeah. He's just not the language. And I understand why this person that literally you found out of the iceberg, like a survivor of the Titanic, um, and just comes party crashed into your village and everyone is all fun and games. And, oh, we love hang. We can't fight firebenders with fun. You should try it sometime. And so we get this scene where the kids are like gathered around Aang and he said, yeah, he says that thing about the foreigner being exiled from the village. Yep. But he says, he says like, soldiers return. Warriors away from the enemy. It feels to me like Sokka is just the daycare guy. Like he thought he's running a a military training camp or kind of like boot camp and really uh it's summer camp it's summer camp they're explaining what's wrong and uh ang said that uh there was a booby trap and uh we boobied it up and everyone laughed you guys ang said ang said boobies you guys he said boobies ang takes responsibility oh it's all my fault i'm sorry and Katara's, no, it was both of us. Yeah, and yeah. She, really, she really sticks her neck out for him. Aang is not our enemy. Yeah, and we're like, we get it. We get it. And <laughs> it was the Fire Nation. Like, we get it. You bend, right? <laughs> you bend, bro? Do you bend, bro? Hey, you bend, bro? How much you bend, bro? How much you bend? Sokka has his moment, and the foreigner is exiled from the village. Yeah, and Aang... Yeah, he, he volunteers because he goes. He's very sweet, and he says, "You know, Katara, I love sweet. you." But I, well, he doesn't say I love you yet. We're we're a little fast forwarding a little. We're, we're projecting our future knowledge of this show. <laughs> and, uh, the characters, but it's right you know they're trying so it's hard. So obvious because you know he's and it's not obvious in like a jaded. <laughs> I don't say that in like a jaded no. way. It's very sweet and genuine. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like their characters have immediate chemistry, and that's. Obvious to all of us as audience members. As much as Katara wants to come with him as he's leaving and to become a bender and go to the North Pole, Aang kind of sees and is like, no, I can't. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that says really something deep about him and shows, you know, as, as childish as Aang can be. He shuns responsibility, but he does. He's very, his emotional intelligence yeah. Is very high. Aang has extremely developed emotional intelligence. And that's something that is, I think, like, rare in a male lead. And especially for a kid's show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I applaud 
you know, the writers of the show at this time. And I think it's one of the things that stuck out about it. Aang then, you know, flies away Uh, into the sunset. So, yeah. But before then, he's like, you know, maybe I'll go and, uh, you know, find my bros, the airbenders. And uh, I got some bad news for you, bro. Uh, Spoilers. Spoilers. I haven't cleaned my room in a hundred years. Poor, poor Aang then gets on Appa and try, starts to fly away into the sunset and poor Katara is all, Aang, don't go. I'll miss you. <laughs> and they literally pan in to a close-up into while staring deep into uh, Katara's eyes. And I, it's just, okay. We get it. They're, you literally just met this person. <laughs> Babe, we have a visitor. We have a visitor. Hi, bud. Hi, bud. Puck's here. He's our he's a, he's our dog. He's the best as a boy. He's the best. Hi, bud. Yeah. Oh, he's got his little paw. His face itches. Oh, buddy. Oh. We, we love Puck. All right. Now that we've been completely sidetracked. <laughs> oh, Ang is chilling on this like ice lazy boy and. Appa's like, yeah, I liked her too. And it's really sweet and cute, but it's like, is this like a, is this like a Kristoff and the Moose situation, or <laughs> like, does he actually understand what Appa's saying? Yes, Appa, sky bison are better than people, and boy, let me tell you why. <laughs> and he suddenly sees a Fire Nation ship, and says. Oh goodness! Wait, uh, we here. Yeah, yeah. He says, he says, Abba, wait here. I was like, no problem, Captain. I got this. Oh uh, yeah, I literally said in my notes. Uh, I don't think you need to worry about that. Yeah, and not a problem. And then we get this really cool cut that I really liked, where it cuts between Sokka and Zuko as they're prepping mutually for this um, yet-to-unfold battle. It's a really neat And sequence. they both, like, Sarasaka is putting on his war paint <laughs> yeah. mask. Um, so, yeah, I really think, though, that that cuts between the, these two uh, literally children, uh, teenagers, if you really are pushing it, yeah. really shows the depth and gravity of the situation. Right. I mean, really, they're just kids themselves. And they're literally using child soldiers yeah, yeah, yeah. to fight against the Fire Nation. Yeah, Water Tribe. Who are the villains here? You're the ones using child child soldiers. I mean, I'm pretty sure I remember reading books about that in high school. Fucking Saga 2012, never forget. <laughs> this show is extremely dark right from the beginning. There's a lot of depth and complexity to it. I'm just, I just love this show a lot. I do too. It's it's aged very well and it can be viewed through the lens of, you know, when we were enjoying it as teenagers ourselves and it spoke to our angst and our, mm-hmm. you know, it gave these teenager characters literal agency. Lots and, of agency, yeah. Uh, their decisions had impact and their tre- they were their decisions were treated just like they as if they were adults. Yeah. And, and it shows that freedom as what it is when you're that age, a burden. Yeah. So we see then Sokka on the 
outer uh, wall of the village and the Fire Nation ship is just cutting through the ice. And the the ship is getting closer and closer. The villagers are cowering in fear. Uh, And then they just... This big-ass ramp comes down. Wait for the ramp, Morty. They love the slow ramp. Really gets their dicks hard when they see this ramp just slowly extending down. I was more going for uh, Zuko or uh, Uncle Iroh being like, hey, hope you don't mind if I park my boat here. Do you think I'll get a ticket? <laughs> they pop out and like, are we good? Keep going. You're good. Oh, d- oh, dang it! We j- we we ran over another village. Ah, oh, ma- guys, back it up, back it up, guys! You gotta not run over villages. This is the fourth time this week. Don't worry, Captain. We'll buff out those scratches. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm just impressed with that boat job. Whoever parked that boat, please give them a raise. That boat job. That boat. That, job. It's not what it sounded like you said in that second. That boat job. That boat job. It sounded like she said boat job. I, I think I did. I think you said boat job. I did say boat job. I think you just talk about a nice, big, steamy boat job. That BJ. So, yeah, Sokka, like, in this very intense moment where he's, like, going to be his adult self and I'm going to take charge, he charges up the ramp at Zuko and Zuko just, like, yeets him the fuck off <laughs> This bitch is empty. Yeet! Zuko straight up bitch slaps Sokka. <laughs> He just straight up eats him right off of his ramp, and he eats a bunch of snow. Then he gets up again, and uh, just just runs at him and tries to throw his boomerang. And the fuck you gonna do with a boomerang against a fucking firebender? It's like Sokka. Sokka, even if- Goodbye, knight. I don't know how often we actually see the boomerang get thrown and come, come back, back as a traditional boomerang should. I think he's mostly just, he throws it out there and then it like tatters to the ground or whatever. Sokka is, is, is um, he's not the most useful member of the group. So Zuko then comes blazing out, asks, oh hey y'all, uh, which of y'all have seen the Avatar? And he assumes the Avatar is old AF he's and like, then points oh. over to Grand Grand and says, Oh, they look about like this. He'd be about this age, master of all elements. Which is honestly extremely rude. To I know! Him. How dare you? Respect your elders, son. Yeah. yeah. He's saying, I need someone older than dust. And then he pointed at Grand Grand. He was like, that one. Yanked her over. What did Grand Grand ever do to you? She does not deserve any of this. And she is Too the good. saint of this village. Uh, Uncle... Iroh and Grand Grand, I think, could have been, yeah, you know, true. yep, mm-hmm. That would have been weird. And then because comedy comes in trios, uh, Sokka comes yet again, uh, tries to take this spear that uh, this child throws at him and says, I got you, bro. Like, here, take, instead of hold my beer. It's, here you go. Zuko just straight up takes the spear, snaps it in half, uh, <laughs> pokes him straight right in the face. <laughs> we get perhaps the smartest um, fully choice of all. We get a slide whistle, and it's the slide whistle of spear dismemberment. 
Aang, Aang comes in for to the rescue. And mm-hmm. this is the part where I'm just like, wait, what? Because Aang comes into the rescue and, and pelts Zuko with snow. And everyone acts all surprised. Aang is the Avatar! Uh, and Aang's, I'm the Avatar! Aang's the Avatar! He's the Avatar! He's Squidward! He's Squidward! You're Squidward! I'm Squidward! Who did you think he was the entire time? He's this child who has a sky bison who is from the Air Kingdom the, and he the got- extinct air, uh, air, airbenders. Like. And I, and has had all of these magical powers and has been bending mm-hmm. air this entire time. So you clearly know he's an airbender. You've, you've I mean, found him in a- in a sphere of glowing ice. It's I mean, Zuko immediately knew who it was. Come on. I think, I thought it, Bender to Bender, Katara, you you should have known better. Zuko, Zuko knows from the get-go, but that's just because we assume that Zuko just thinks any Russell Wind is the Avatar. <gasps> the Avatar! Is that one? What's that? I think it's your honor. Where? And he just like takes off. He's in in the middle of the night sleeping. He's pausing and turning and sweats and you see the room spinning. He just gets up and he goes, heading 1992, Avatar, go! And then he goes back to sleep and snores again. Zuko is all stunned. You're just a child! (laughs) And Aang quips right back, well, you're just a teenager. Oh, (laughs) shut fire! (laughs) Yeah, when we see the snow get tossed onto Zuko, he takes a fighting pose, and then it, like, steams off of his armor. Very good. It it steams off, but but he didn't make no moves. He didn't make no fancy firebending moves. So, is Zuko... It's in his blood. Is Zuko just really hot all the time? <laughs> Are we to believe that Zuko, and maybe all firebenders, just they're just, like... 50 instead of above. instead of sweating, he just like sh- literally sweats steam out of his pores. <laughs> like Zuko gets a, a cup of ice water from the from the from the ocean and then holds it in a mug, and just his hands eventually cause the water to slowly boil. Oh. All right, now put the tea in, Iroh. I'm very very warm all the time. So we cut back to the water tribe, and we have. Uh, the rare sad pamphlet of setting up tents. Katara is all going off into the distance and I'm going to go find the Avatar because no one else will. And she finds her brother and... And he's like, I don't want to set up the rest of the village either. So let's get out of this work together <laughs> and go find the Avatar. And all of a sudden, Grand Grand says, go find the Avatar. You found him for a reason. Your fates are intertwined. And then Grand Grand, who is older and wiser, knows the real big, big chore. The real big task is going to be like getting this kid to a point where he can end the war. So then Grand Grand passes the buck on to Sokka and Katara. She's like, you go off Pass, and find Passes the hot potato. Yeah, you deal with it. That's your problem. I'm going to stay here I'll and- I'll stay here and watch the kids. Watch the freaking- Warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, we need a, a better way. And uh, Katara all of a sudden, uh, hey, Appa, what's up, my man? Come here, boy. <laughs> yep, here, boy. And uh, oh- Oh, buddy. Puck just popped up as soon as I said that because you are the best boy. Hello, Puck, and welcome to the podcast. Zuka's holding the glider. Like, this is going to make a great 
a gift sure. from my from my dad. It's like your dad helped exterminate the the air people. He's probably got a few. Just his tears welling in his face. Daddy, why don't you love me? What do you get the man who has everything? So yeah, then so, he gets the glider, and then Iroh is like, "Here, Iroh, you take yeah, care of yeah, this. You take care of this." And then Iroh's like, "Here, you take care of this." In an act of what I like to call professional laziness, <laughs> he shows that he understands the chain of command. And take this to my quarters. Hey, you mind taking this to his quarters for me? Yeah. So then the guards and fast forward and. They literally let the Avatar escape. It wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard. I have to say, this whole sequence is awesome. I love the sequence where his hands are tied behind his back. That must be such a challenge to animate the postures uh, in the, the action of that sequence. Yeah. This just reinforces, yes, Aang is definitely 100% D&D Cosmonaut. Yeah. He, he is. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You have to make an acrobatics check for that. And Aang just like unzips his pants and whips out his D20s. He's just like, I got this. Rolls a 36 or whatever. (laughs) All right, fine. And he's 12. You zip a zigzag tornado line around these guards and it's awesome. You've been literally chasing the Avatar for God knows how long. (laughs) Yeah. You would think you up security a little bit if i was zuko i would be i've got this i'm watching him I'll and as soon him. as soon as he captures him he's like, well my job's done here y'all take care of him now so ang gets out and he like he has some quip to the guards when he's about to zip past them he's like have y'all seen my glider you haven't seen my staff around have you we love you Aang. We're, we're in it. We're in it at that point. Aang is the best. He's he's great. He's super charming. So Aang escapes, and then we cut to the Katara and Sokka, and they're just mopily sitting on Appa, who's instead of a giant sky bison, we get a giant beaver bison. <laughs> beaver bison. <laughs> we get a, a big uh, floating furry island. Please, Appa. We need your help. Poor boy, and we just know he he ain't his best. He's mm. missing his man. Angus his ride or die, literally, and he, uh, <laughs> he just he doesn't know how to go on without him. No, and uh, they're trying to figure out how to make him fly. Yeah. And and Sokka is starting to be like he's like sitting there. He 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 takes on this uh, Willy Wonka energy. Stop! Don't come back. In, in the way that he's kind of going up. Go. Fly. Soar. Play. Begin. Ascend. Elevate. And I just want ten more minutes of Sokka just trying out words. Right? I wrote- I want it so bad. What did the water boy say? Yeehaw. Hup hup. Yahoo! Yahoo! Hee-haw! Hooray! yippee ki <laughs> Motherfucker. Bombadoozle. Uh, Bombs away. Bubble, bubble, toil, and trouble. Uh, Wingardium Leviosa. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. <laughs> and then up, up, like lifts up. <laughs> You're saying it wrong. And then, uh, yip, yip. You did it, Sokka! He's flying! All of a sudden, uh, Appa is, uh, 
off the air on his merry way. I mean, big deal, he's flying. And then we cut back to uh, Aang escaping and his ADHD mind. Uh, oh, look, squirrel, shiny thing. Squirrel. Oh, wait, there's my glider. Yeah, and he has to go get it. But, uh, Do we see, where is his glider? Is and it in? It's, it's in Zuko's. Room. It's in Zuko's room. Yeah, and he literally that was in. bitch, like Zuko was, he was literally headed for his room. He was but he, he was cabin, he was yeah. headed for his cabin, and he was holding his glider, and he was like, "Here, Iroh, take this to the place I'm going," and then just leaves. Bitch, my walk hand. Around. Yeah, my broken. dainty, my dainty fire bending hands just can't hold this. Glider. Iroh, take it from me. Okay. Honor. Aang goes and has to just has to have his his glider, and then we encounter Zuko and they have a little con a little back and forth, and then they just get and, it on. Whoa. Oh. Intense. I mean It's really intense for episode two, and it was a surprise <laughs> to all of us. Um, this fight is very fun. Aang doesn't land a single punch because he doesn't take a single punch. He never once takes a shot at Zuko. Aang dives into the water. Or Zuko, no, Zuko throws, straight up throws him off the boat. Is Zuko th- That happens, right? Yeah. A few moments later. What is Zuko thinking? Zuko, you're trying to kidnap this kid. Not- like that's, freeze him. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, he if is so overtaken by rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you kill him, you're gonna have to go around finding another one. Oh, just Zuka, my dude. Chill out. I don't need any calming tea. And we just cut to Aang in the water and Katara screaming, Aang, Aang, oh, Aang. I don't sound like that. And then yeah, and then um Aang is unleashed with his avatar power. Because Katara is crying out for him. And the water animation in this sequence is beautiful. Stunning. It, it, Tell me about that animation, baby. It holds up so well. It is, it's dynamic. It's fluid. It, it manages to have a really like organic and moving shape. But it also has lots of like foam and little texture bits all throughout it. In a way that is just very difficult to do. Every single frame of this water is a very detailed drawing of water and all of them move so fluidly together. It's just on another level. I'm, I do I do fluid effects every once in a while, but I ain't got nothing on this show. It really sheds light on how garbage it is in that other thing that we can't talk about. Late Lao guy. Yeah, and then the avatar is unleashed and straight up water bends. And then, <laughs> uh, so matter of factly, uh, Sokka, I think I remember him saying, Now that's some nice, good water bending yeah. right there. Now that was some water bending. And he just throws Katara under the bus. He's, uh, he's hey, Katara, everything that you've done in water bending is garbage it, compared to that. that. That's so much better. You're comparing to the fucking avatar, dude. That's your sister. You're supposed to, like, lift her up, not break her down what we didn't see was right after that he turns to Katara and he says oh but your stuff's good too i i like it it's, yeah it's great it's great, it's great. It's, it's, it works it's for you it's yeah. your thing <laughs> then after the avatar does some badass uh water bending he then passes out and so then they all of a sudden ang wakes up and uh it's Katara and Suko meet up and they're all doing their best and they're fighting and it's 
you know, it's going down for real. Yeah, they all they all start to fight, and it's pretty cool. Katara, like, splashes her hand out. She sends a bunch of water and almost sort of looks away, like, shields herself, and looks back to find that she has frozen all three of these people and murdered them. They're dead. Those people are dead. We see three firebenders, like, trying to melt them, but they're they're dead, guys. They're dead. Stop it. They're, it's been minutes. They're dead. Stop it. Get some help. And so we see... Um, the first three deaths in the show, uh, at Katara's hand, no less. And Katara's murder count is, uh, at three. Yeah. Oh, we should keep track. Yeah. Zubo is, uh, <laughs> climbing up the side yeah. of the boat, and then, uh, uh, Sokka is reaching out his boomerang, and all of a sudden, Zuko just jumps out, like, <laughs> it coming out of the sewer off the side of the boat. <gasps> and then we get the best payoff Ever, where Sokka just straight up Zuko right in the face and with yeah, his boomerang. He returns the favor. It does. I was so happy. And then um, Zuko gets tossed into the water, and we get a slow, a slow thumbs up as, as his uh, arm descends <laughs> into the water. And uh, we get a ha! That's from the Water Tribe. Yes, Water Tribe. Southside Water Tribe. Then we cut to, uh, you know, Katara, and we all of a sudden see that she's able to shing. Uh, and she's able to dab? Yeah. No, literally, she's dabbing. Like, that's what happened. She was doing it wrong. It was all in the technique. You just gotta dab. Let's go like this. Spin around, stop. And yeah, she can do ice magic now. So she, good for you, girl. She becomes, you, you came through in the clutch. She gets a uh, self-actualization agency dress. And, uh, <laughs> suddenly, she isn't afraid of the cold anymore. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's the scene where Katara uh, murders three people. Yeah, and in Very response, dead. Sokka goes... I'm just a guy with the boomerang. I didn't ask for all this magic. And yet again, uh, your theory from the last episode was wrong. I don't think anybody ever refers to bending as magic ever again. That's right, we see it referred to as magic again. Yeah, well, that's all it is to Sokka is magic. Magic water. So then they... Magically escape and they save Aang and We both loved we both loved Avatar Book Two, Elsa. Um <laughs> we thought it was great. There was nothing wrong with it. It was paced awesome and had a terrific plot that made perfect sense and wasn't contrived and a uh, shameless cash grab at all. So we get uh we get them flying off yet again into the sunset on uh, Appa the flying sky bison. Aang gets a fireball shot at him and he deflects it into a nearby and he looks at him. Aang looks at him in a way that is like hey bitches watch this and then he deflects it and it freaking collapses onto the ship and I'm like somebody, somebody died from that too. We can, we, can, we can just definitively say the murder count is now at four. Okay. Team Avatar's murder count is at four. Aang's murder count is one. And then uh, Katara excitedly chimes in, uh, well, we can learn together. And then in order to get Sokka and to entice him on this magical adventure, and they're like, oh yeah, so we're going to learn bending, but shit, we got to get Sokka. 
something to do. Oh yeah, Sokka, you can like crack some firebender skulls. And he's like, I'd like that. I'd really like that. Yeah. She says that like, <laughs> as if Sokka has just kicked ass and he should be proud of himself. <laughs> Sokka just got yeeted, <laughs> trampled, and owned in quick succession. And then uh, got onto the boat and like threw his boomerang around. <laughs> Hey, it's that bit again. That bit? What's a bit? You mean like a uh, bizquick? Not that at all. Is has a has a wait, bit? Wait, bizquick. Bizquick. Biz. Biz bit. 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 Bizquick. That worked in my head. Bitquick. Is it a is it a bitquick? Bitquick is the bit. Name. A bit like Bitcoin. <laughs> like Bitcoin. But, uh, <laughs> Bitquick is, uh... It's... It's powdered... <laughs> powdered what? Powdered bit. Powdered bit? It's just, like, add water to it. It's like tang, or... Or... or what does Kool-Aid taste like? 100% canned comedy. Folks... This is experience points. Uncle, do you realize what this means? I won't get to finish my game. Shouldn't there be a board or some pieces or something to jangle? I won Dungeons and Dragons, and it was advanced. Evil? Or maybe chaotic neutral? The Demogorgon! What <laughs> a deep shit! You've been shot by an arrow. Ow! Well, there'd be penalties to her experience if she acted out of alignment. Uh, once again, experience points is a D&D theme segment we do at the end of every episode where we, uh, we're t- it was a little more nebulous in the first episode, I think, but now we've come down on, uh, we're gonna assign pretty much a crit fail and a crit success every episode. A nat 20 and a nat 1 in the Dungeons and Dragons parlance. Dungeons and Dragons parlance. Yeah, and that doesn't exclude us from talking about other right. D&D things throughout the show quite the contrary it probably just means we're going to be talking about it more so if you're like if you love last airbender love goofy meme comedy but hate dungeons and dragons oh man maybe we really misread the audience on this <laughs> one. Oh man we're just there's just turns out there's no crossover that's so weird none like, whatsoever you get out only... your nerd then diagram and <laughs> the circle for tabletop rpgs and avatar the last Airbender. they're way way far apart completely opposite ends this week we got a bunch of a bunch of big moves I feel like the party this week was very big risk takers. Yeah. Well, for me, my current fail is 100% Sokka uh, <laughs> for him thinking that he can take down an Iron Fire Nation ice cutter yeah. with boomerang and spear. <laughs> he's sitting up there on top of that hill and he's just like, all right, all right, DM. I'm going to give you the best intimidate roll of all time. Oh, shit. I think he rolled negative. <laughs> he somehow... He straight up rolled off the table. Yeah. It's sort of a, a critical fail that gives him... It's almost like the critical fail is so great. The shame is so great that it, he receives, like, a debuff for the next several rolls. The critical, like, point of failure is when he gets his spear taken away and then just... In his face. That's the poker face drop. Yeah. 
My crit success is when Sokka redeems himself and then proceeds to take Aang's glider and then Zuko in the face and knock him off the boat. And then that says, this is where the water tries. He really, uh, he really yeets on the yeeter. Oh, how, oh, how the yeeted have been yeeted. (laughs) The yeets, the, the yeeter is now the yeeted. (laughs) Hey, I found this book of poetry and then I threw it away from me as fast as I could. It's by yeets. How did I that first? Oh, that's so good. So my crit fail uh, of the week. Um, let's think about this. Oh, yeet, yeet, motherfuckers. Oh, <laughs> yeet, yeet. Goddamn, goddamn. Uh, Where- Dave, I think you might, I might, I might want to check because I think I might have a yeet's infection. No, we're at yeet capacity right now. We can't get any more yeets. My crit fail this week is to the DM. The DM was in charge of an entire Fire Nation task force and somehow messed up enough roles that Aang just whole hawk escaped from their grasp. Yep. Really easily. Like, I can imagine the DM just rolling dice rapid fire, just being like, eh, 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 All right, it works. Ah, fuck. All right. My natural 20 of the week is a horrifying one. Uh, because it is Katara for straight up murdering three firebenders unwittingly. She was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, use waterbending. All right, roll me a, roll me a wisdom. She rolls 20 and the, (laughs) the DM's like, oh, they did. And Katara's like, what? Oh God. Oh no. (gasps) I, I got a 20. That's good. What does that mean? Oh, it means you straight up uh, killed them uh, firebenders. So we're just, we're brand new. We're just putting this thing out there, but we have a a twatter. We have a tweeter, a a twoter. Oh, you mean a Twitter? Yes, that one. That one. Oh, man, babe. Turn a 30. (laughs) You're getting old. Uh, I start misremembering how to use computer. It's compulsory. It turns out every, every person who starts to get old they start to forget what an email is or like how to Google things. Yeah. I I Googled Google to get to Google. Anyway, our Twitter is at CabbageCast. Go ahead and tweet at us. We're, we'd love to hear from you. We we want to know if you like the show. Uh, and that's the show, folks. That's the episode. We uh, had a lot of fun recording this. Yep. So um, do we want to take a sneak peek at next week? Yeah, let's see what we're dealing with next time. Right? So in episode three, uh, the Southern Air Temple... The cost of the Hundred Year War becomes the main focus. With Katara and Sokka in tow, Aang returns to the Southern Air Temple, his old stomping grounds for a century ago, to see what his home has turned into. Oh boy. And spoiler, folks, it's turned into a not, not, not good stuff. <gasps> we meet Momo in this episode. Oh, I love Momo. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad. Is that is that so? Momo, why would you say that about Alex? That's so mean. Don't worry, Captain. We'll buff out those scratches.